Welcome to the Homeschool Reading Podcast. Today's episode is a Q&A session that was recorded live inside my Facebook group. If you have a question that you would like to hear me answer on the podcast, please send me an email at sarah at homeschoolingforhim.com. Enjoy the episode. I've got a question for you. How do homeschool moms like us, who don't have a master's degree in reading and 25 years of teaching experience, teach our kids how to read in a way that helps them become confident readers who love to read under the covers with a flashlight? Here you'll find simple tricks and practical tools for making reading easy and fun. My name is Sarah Miller, and welcome to the Homeschool Reading Podcast. Hey there, homeschool reading community. Happy Wednesday and, or actually it's Friday. Happy Friday and welcome to this live class all about how to help your kids with short attention spans and how to help your active kids learn how to read. I am so excited to talk about this topic today because it is one that is super near and dear to my heart because my oldest is definitely one of those active kids and one of the ones with the short attention spans. So when I was teaching him to read my very first experience with teaching a child how to read, we experienced all of these challenges. And there were definitely some strategies that I used with him that worked really well. And so I'm excited to share some of those with you today. I wanted to share with you today just three strategies that you can try that will help if you have a really active child or somebody that has a short attention span or things that you can use with a younger child when you're teaching them how to read. But first, I wanted to let you know about something that I am really excited about that is coming up, and it is the Reading Garden Challenge. This is going to start a week from Tuesday, March the 5th, and it is a free challenge that I'm hosting, and the goal of this challenge is to help you teach your child to read their very first book. So if you have a younger reader who's just starting out, or maybe you're going to be starting out with a younger sibling, or maybe you have a child who has you've tried some things and just nothing has really clicked with them yet, this challenge is for you. We're going to be walking through the beginning steps of teaching a child to read and helping them really be successful with that. And so I wanted to make sure that you had an invite for the challenge. I'm actually going to go ahead and share my screen and show you a little bit about it so that you can see what's going to be happening during this challenge. So this is the Reading Garden Challenge. It's going to start on March 5th, which is a week from Tuesday. And during this three-day challenge, I'm going to be sharing everything that you need to know to teach your child to read their very first book. I'm so excited about this because this is so critical for kids that are learning how to read to get that success with being able to read a book right away. And that's exactly what we're going to be focusing on. We're going to be cutting all the fluff and focusing on just the things that you really need to teach your child right away to help them have that early success that will motivate them to want to continue with the process of learning how to read. So that's what we're going to be talking about. This is going to be a three-day challenge, and there's going to be a lot happening during the challenge. So I have lots of resources that you're going to get as well when you sign up for it, just so that you have everything that you need to really be successful. So on day one, we're going to be talking about building the right foundations when you're teaching your child to read, and we're going to be focusing specifically on letter sounds, how to teach them what to do, how to get your kids to have that really 
strong foundation that they need to have success in learning to read. So we're going to be dealing with all of those things about is your child ready to read or not. We'll go through a specific checklist that you'll get. So you will leave that day knowing for sure whether or not now is the time to teach your child to read or not. We're also going to be sharing some of those most common mistakes that parents make when they're getting started so that you will know what not to do in order to really set your child up for success as soon as possible once they get started. And we're going to talk about building some really strong habits that will help to make reading go faster and be less frustrating for your child. So you'll be saving time over the entire process of learning to read just by setting it up right in the beginning. And so we're going to be talking about what those habits are and helping you build a strong foundation as you get started with reading as well. All of that's happening on day one. You're also going to be getting print and go activities to teach your child those first letter sounds that they're going to need in order to read the book that we're working towards. Then we're going to come back on day two and we're going to be talking about reading words. So this day is we're going to dive deep into what to do if your child knows the letter sounds but can't read the words. We're going to be talking about how to put those together and I'm so excited about this day of the challenge because this is where a lot of kids get stuck and so I'm really excited to share strategies that you can use to help your child work through those problems and challenges. We're also going to be talking about how to plan a reading lesson and what what to do during that time to really help your child get the most out of just a few minutes. So if you're feeling like you're way too busy to teach your child to read, we're going to talk about how you can condense this process into as short as possible and what exactly to do and to teach to really help your child find that success. You're also going to be getting the step-by-step -step roadmap that I use to teach my kids to read and that I have walked hundreds of parents through as they've taught their kids how to read to help them be successful in building those steps one step at a time. And then, of course, you're going to get the print and go activities that we're all going to be doing to help our kids read their first words on that second day. And then on our final day, we're going to be putting everything together and actually teaching our kids to read their first book. This is going to be such a big win for them. And we're also going to be talking about all of those other components of reading that are so important. We're going to be talking about reading comprehension and vocabulary and how you can build those skills for your kids as you're going through the process of learning to read. We're also going to be talking about what to do when your child gets stuck and how to handle challenges like a teacher would to really help them get over the roadblock that they're experiencing. We're going to be planning our reading lessons and we're going to be celebrating with our kids as they read their first book. And then of course you're going to get that book as well that you can print and read with your child based on those reading lessons that they've done so far. So I'm so excited about this challenge. This is going to be the best event that I have ever done. And I'm really excited about that. Uh, my goal for this, I think I said this in the email, but my goal for this is to make this free event better than the classes that I have paid for and that you may or may not have paid for, but the classes that you would have available to you to pay for to teach your child how to read. I want this free event to be better than those. So um, I'm really excited about this. I hope that you will come. I would love it if you would um, 
let me know in the chat. Let me know if you are signed up. If you are, I would love it if you would invite a friend. Um, this is definitely going to be more fun with a friend. So invite a friend um, and come and join us. There is a link in the description of this video to where you can grab your free ticket for the challenge if you have not done that yet. The challenge is going to be happening in a separate pop-up Facebook group. And so once you sign up for your link there, you will get access to that private Facebook group and all of these bonuses as well. Um, on When you click on the link, it'll take you to this page right here that we've been looking at. Um, and this page has these orange buttons all over it that say join the challenge. You'll just click on any of those and it'll hop you down to the bottom of the page here. You'll type in your name and your email address. And then once you do that, you'll click go to step two and you'll click sign up and it will redirect you to the page where you can join the Facebook group and you'll get all of the information that you need to get started on the challenge. So I'm super excited about this. Cannot wait for it. Um, hopefully you are excited to let me know in the comments if you have your ticket yet um, or if you have questions about the challenge, feel free to drop those in the comments as well. And also if you have questions about teaching your child to read, go ahead and drop those in the comments as well. And I would love to answer those today. Okay, so that is our challenge. Oops, so that is our challenge. And I'm really excited for that coming up in just a few days. But now I want to talk really quickly about short attention spans and what to do if you have one of those really active kids that just wants to run around and play all the time. And then you're asking them to sit down and read a book or sit down and work with you um, and what to do if that is a challenge in your family. So this is something that I really struggled with when I was first starting the process of teaching my kids to read because my oldest is very active and really does have that short attention span. That's something that we've worked on over the years with him and it's a lot better now that he is almost nine than it was when we were starting to learn this process when he was three and four and we were just starting to work on these skills so he's improved a lot but it still is something that we work on and that we struggle with and so I wanted to share some of the things that are working for us and some of the things that have worked for other families that I've worked with kids in my classroom when I was a teacher um, and just some things that you can try with your child as well. So the first thing that I would really recommend that you do is that you follow your child. So you really want to be aware of your child's personality and play to their strengths. And I love that we as homeschool parents have the opportunity to do that. So whenever we're homeschooling our kids, we have the opportunity to personalize their education and make it unique for them to follow exactly what they need and to give them exactly what they need rather than just asking them to be a part of a classroom where the teacher has to play to the needs of the group overall. So our kids have the opportunity to have a lot more flexibility in terms of when they learn and what they learn and how they learn than they would ever have in a traditional school setting. And that is amazing, especially for these kids with the short attention spans. This is actually why we started homeschooling in the first place. So in my school district, they were going to ask my child to sit in a desk for eight hours a day about about two weeks after he turned five years old. And I knew at the time that this was not going to be a situation that was going to set him up for success. So that was when we first started to look at other options. And when my family eventually found homeschooling was because we knew that this was coming and we wanted a different, a different thing for him. And so you might be in that same boat. And maybe this is even why you've come to homeschooling, because you know that your child needs that additional outlet and additional opportunity for a movement 
that they just wouldn't have in a traditional school setting or when they're asked to sit in a desk. And so even when we're teaching our kids to read, we can play to those strengths. Their reading lessons do not have to look like 30 minutes sitting at a desk in front of a book. They don't have to involve worksheets. We can really change and adapt this experience to meet our kids where they're at and to help them with the skills and the strategies that they need in the way that they learn best. So what does that look like for a kid that's really active? It could mean you do some really short lessons. You know if you've watched some of the other videos that I always recommend keeping your lessons really short and focused. And I think that that's really important for a lot of reasons, but especially for these active kids and the short attention spans. If your kid's attention span is only five minutes, great. Then try to do five really focused minutes of reading. And then if you feel like they need more, you can come back to it later in the day and do five more really focused minutes. But trying to fight against their attention span and asking them to focus for longer than they developmentally can is going to be a recipe for frustration and discouragement for them and for frustration and discouragement for you. So rather than fighting that battle, try to stay as focused as you can during the time that you have and to really maximize every minute of those minutes that you have with them instead. Keep it really short. Also, how can you adapt that lesson to make it more hands-on for your child? So when I am working with my son in particular, I will always be looking for activities that we can do, things that we can try to make it more hands-on and more fun for him. So when we first started with math, this was something that we did especially in that subject. He had a workbook that we had picked out for his first year of homeschool math. And I got about two days into it and I realized that this workbook just was not going to work for him. He did not want to sit and do the workbook. He did not want to write the things down. He really wasn't able to write the things down because he had some fine motor challenges that we were working through. And so I started to think about, okay, how can I teach him these math concepts in this workbook, but in a different way that would be uh, more appropriate for him. And so what I did was I looked at the page in the workbook and I looked at, okay, what concept are they teaching here on this page? Oh, look, this page, they're working on addition and they're talking about how you can take two numbers, you can add them together. So then we would get out blocks or we would get out Legos or we would get out little trucks or we would get out whatever he was interested in at the time and we would use those instead. We might even do the same problems, but we would use those materials and make it more hands-on for him so that he was able to still learn those same concepts, but in a different way. And we can do the same thing with other subjects as well and with reading. And so that can be a really valuable way to just keep the attention of those really active kids and help them stay focused is with active games and activities that really allow them to bring their high energy and use that during their reading. So maybe instead of asking your child to read a group of letters off a page, maybe you're going to write each of those letters on flashcards, spread them out around the room and have your child hop on them like a frog and then say the name of each letter as they hop. Or maybe you're practicing blending and reading words and so you're going to have your child get out their Hot Wheel cars and drive them along the words as they read them. Or maybe you're working on those same words and you're going to put one word on each step of the stairs and you're going to have your child stand on each step and read the word and then go up a step and read the word and then go up a step and read the word. Maybe you're going to take your child outside because it's a nice day outside and you're going to write a whole bunch of letters on the sidewalk with chalk and then you're going to say a bunch of words and have your child run to the, the letter that they hear at the beginning of each word. 
So there are lots of ways to make this fun and hands-on, and that can be really, really, really valuable for these active kids and kids that have shorter attention spans. The second thing that you really want to do is make sure that you have a plan for that time that you're going to spend. So we know that with when our kids have short attention spans that we don't have very many minutes to work on reading. So it's really important that when you sit down to work on reading with them, that you have a really good plan in your head of exactly what you want to practice with them during those minutes. And so that means really planning out your lesson beforehand or using a curriculum where the lessons are planned out for you. If you can find one that's scripted, that's really helpful as well. So scripted means that it will tell you as the parent exactly what to say in order to teach your child. So it'll have a script for you to read, just like you were acting in a play. And as you read the script, you'll be saying the things that you need to say to teach your child to read. So this I think is really, really valuable, especially if you don't have a background in education, because you'll have that script to be able to work from. And you can read the script to your child if you want to, or if you want to freelance a little bit and change it up, you can do that as well. But it's there for you as a tool if you need it. And I think that that's really valuable, especially for active kids and kids with short attention spans, because you will have the opportunity to uh, really make the most of those minutes that you have to spend. And that's really important. And then the final thing that I would recommend if you have a really active child or a child with a short attention span is that you really want to think about the motivation and the payoff that they're going to get from spending that time with you working on reading. So you want to make sure that they're going to be getting a reward out of it. And I always recommend that the best reward whenever you're teaching your child to read is the opportunity to read a book. Because ultimately that's what we're working towards. We're working towards our child being able to read those books that they love for themselves. And so we want to show them as soon as we can that that's what these activities are going to help them be able to do. And I really strongly believe that the best way to do this is to give your child a positive experience with something that has a cover and pages as soon as possible. And that is exactly what we're going to be working towards in the reading garden challenge that's coming up starting a week from Monday. Tuesday, a week from Tuesday, March the 5th. So we are going to be taking three days to teach our kids the sounds, the words, and then to build into reading a story so that by the end of that three-day challenge, our kids are going to be able to take this story and read it all by themselves. And our goal for that is that we want to give them the motivation and show them that they can be a reader and that they can do this by themselves so that they will want to continue to practice. Because when we give them those really tangible wins, like being able to pick up a story and read it for themselves, then they start to see that there's a reason and why they should want to be doing these reading lessons. And it starts to become less about the battle and the struggle when it's time to read and more about their excitement to be able to learn and read for themselves. It's intrinsic motivation for them that's coming directly from the books. And this is what we're building when we teach them to read these books. And so I'm really excited to share a printable book with you during the challenge that your child can read by the end of it and to show you the exact steps to teach them and give you the activities to teach them with as well so that they will be able to do that by the end of that three-day challenge. All of the printable activities, by the way, are going to be designed for kids with short attention spans and active kids because those are the kind of kids that I have at my house and that's um, what I, I want you to be equipped for success as well.
So I'm really excited about that challenge. If you do not have your ticket left yet, um, there is a link in the description of this video to go and grab it. I'm so excited to be able to share everything that you will need in order to help your child read their first book by the end of the three days. So if you are thinking about teaching a child to read soon, maybe you have a younger sibling that's going to be starting soon, or if you have a child that you've been working on reading and it just isn't clicking and it isn't working, I would love to help you troubleshoot what wrong as well during those three days and to help you find the missing piece that you need to really help your child have success. So once again, that challenge is coming up. It's starting March the 5th. I would love for you to join us. Everything is free. When you sign up for the challenge, not only will you get access to the three days of live classes to come and watch and learn what to do and ask questions and get help, um, but you will also get access to all of the printable resources. I've been working really hard on those for quite a while and I'm so excited to share them with you. There are going to be print and go activities that you can use with your child, the printable book, and then resources for you as well to equip you for success in teaching your child to read. So I'm so excited for this challenge. I cannot wait for you to come and join me as well. It's going to be awesome and I would love to see you there. So I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to drop those in the comments of this video. Uh, I'll be back throughout the week to answer questions as well. So I hope everybody has a great rest of your week and make sure that you sign up for the challenge. The link's gonna be in the, the video description. All right, thanks everybody, bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode, which was recorded live in the Homeschool Reading Community Group. This is a free Facebook group where I share tips and advice about homeschooling and teaching reading. You'll also find community with other homeschool moms like you, plus freebies, giveaways, parties, and more. I would love for you to join us over at the Homeschool Reading Community. Make sure you check out the link in the show notes for all the details. Thank you so much for listening to the Homeschool Reading Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. New episodes are coming out all the time, so please make sure that you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the fun. I'll see you soon.